This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Tremendous uh, It's a tremendous course every year. To really, uh, to really be able to host one of the preeminent uh, I want to sit, I just like, I enjoy sitting for sure, that's the, um, first of all, again, it's, it's enough, it, even though it's a bit of a schlep out of your shlayim, but it's, uh, it's a very positive opportunity, we've had this one Talmud sitting here, and uh, we've had over the years many Talmudim that have really gained tremendously being here. It's, um, it's, a, it's a place that really gives not only learning, but a, a, a warmth and a shama to the learning. And um, Baruch Hashem, I've had the schus of looking at a safe of one of your Ebeim and giving us come and then I, I think an, an, a very unusual safer and in many ways, I think, to set a tone for the way to deal with certain very ikriadas and uh, Baruch Hashem Ashrechem that you're lucky to be in a Mokim Torah like this. Um, this week is the parasha Matan Torah. Matan Torah is an incredible parasha and besides the Gufet Torah given in it, there's also, it says, we say in the Agad, Ilmole Kervon Elifnehar Sinai. So all the Dayenus are Darshan, everybody talks about the different um, segments of Dayenu and what's good about it and so on. But Kervon Elifnehar Sinai vis-a-vis Matan Torah doesn't seem to be like, so what does that have to it? And the most common shot is that Maimon Har Sinai itself, in itself, carried a certain dimension of Amuna. Either the fact that there was a personal and intimate experience of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as the Ramam says, that that's the, that's the most core um, um, a, a pillar of Amuna, because that was a personal experience that can't be refuted internally. Um, but I would like to discuss another dimension of Maimon Har Sinai that Chazal bring out. Um, something we tend to think of a Muna, just thinking about whether we believe in God, don't believe in God. But I think that there's a, a, a very important element of a Muna. It's one of the Ikrim, according to Rambam, and it lies behind possibly many issues that face us. And I would like to get to that point. So the first is, uh, let's start with a medrash. It's a Shmais Rabbah, Pasha Gimel, Aleph. HaKadosh Baruch introduces himself to Moshe Rabbeinu. And he says, I am the God of your fathers. So Chazal to to Pasik. It says, it's a Pasuk in Mishle, 
And the most common translation, and which also fits in it, where Pessy is a fool, naive fool of sorts. A naive fool believes everything. Wow, well, what an incredible way to explain the Nevoa to Meshavenu. So, Mao Pessy, what is a fool? What's a Pessy? Nar. A young person, Shekain Be'arvia Kerem Lenar Pessia. In Arabic, a nar is called Pasia, and that's why it is something that is um, gullible. A, a young person is naive, gullible, and so on. So this is Pesia Amchaldava. Um, very, very hard to understand what we want over here. Um, it does say, Eres Hashem Nemona Machkimas Pesi. Torah can, uh, can um, give a full wisdom, but to say is, is so, sort of preparation. This is this is the opening scene of 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 Baruch Hu's which will then become the Gilu of Nevoah. another pshat, and it's possible in pshat that this is maybe this is second pshat that is coming in. Ain pesi The word pesi comes from the words pitui, which means. Um, you um, entice somebody to something. Like the word pitui. So, was that Kachpah be mefatem with? Don't know. Moshe was still a uh, tiron. He was still a novice in Nevoah. You know what? If I come with a big call, I'm going to scare him. If it's a low voice, he's not going to be kind. He's going to mock the nevoah. He appeared to him with his father's coil. So, some vague sense, as I'll say, he appeared to him with his father's voice. He shouldn't be overscared. And that's the pitui. We also don't quite, the word pitui in this sense means to fool. It's not, you're not actually enticing, um, you're not seducing somebody, you're, you're fooling him using one voice and taking another voice. Chazal here is, is, is to me, what are we talking about? What does it mean exactly? What does it mean calling him a fool? What does it mean enticing him by using his father's voice? I, I, even assuming that it's literally true, Michael Mashmalon. I mean, what, what significance? I mean, Chazal don't tell us when you hear a voice what tone it is, what pitch it is, um, you know, uh, what frequency. I mean, we're talking about Giluyim of, 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 of Nevoah that's going to lead into Maimon Sinai. Okay, that's Moshe Rabbeinu. It's a person to Tehillim. Um, it's in the big Kofi test, somewhere down towards the end. It says... Pesach Tvarecho Yoir Maven Psoyim. Pesach Tvarecho Yoir means the, your opening words are enlightening. Maven Psoyim, they allow um, fools to understand. So Rashi says, Pesach Tvarecho Yoir, Tchilas Tvarecho, Heira Slave Yisrael. Sha'ata Maven Psoyim. But it, the, the, your opening words, the way you came to Klal Yisrael, helped enlighten them. Because you, Akash Baruch, know how to enlighten Psoyim. 
So when Akash Baruch Hu said Anocha Hashem you use the right opening line. You started with Yisias Mitzrayim, and that's why it was so. Davacha, another another explanation of it. Pesat Varecha Yoyer, Tchilas Varecha B'Maisa Brachis Yor. You start with Yehiyor and Brachis, so your opening line in the Torah has something to do with light. Okay, it's true, and and therefore, what does the pasuk mean? Pesach Yor, Akash Baruch Hu started Torah with Brachis, Mevim Psayim, and you help people understand. So, what does the opening pasuk in Yehiyor have to do with Mevim Psayim? Um, it's it's if if you if you use a characteristic to describe something, you're going to use a significant. If I say the tall, ask the tall guy over there to reach up and 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 pick this thing and and take the thing down, it makes sense why I tagged him as a tall person. But 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 if I say go to the middle-aged person and ask him to take the thing down, this, the, the tag is, has nothing to do with the, with, with, with the topic. So I'm saying Kaddish Baruch Hu's words enlighten fools because it starts with the he or. And the first shot also, okay, the first shot is a little bit, Kaddish Baruch Hu started a sales pitch by saying something nice, like uh, I took Adam and Shayim, so we're starting on a good foot. That was really, so in both cases, I'm, 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 I'm homing in on the word um, Pessy, and both of them are talking about Torah helping a fool understand, a Pessy understand, and um, trying to get a sense of kind of um, what kind of point is it that Torah helps a Pessy understand. So let's uh, let's think a little bit about what understanding means, what knowledge means, understanding, and so on. Um, the Rishonim, many of them use. The following, um, the following descriptions of what it is, how is it that we know things? So there are there is sensory input, um, things that we directly experience. So you see something, you felt something, that becomes part of your knowledge. A second thing is things that you rely on from other people, things that someone comes along and testifies and tells you this event happened, that event happened, and so on. That's the second thing. Then there's something called, and this is a, um, a lot more difficult to, it, it's called muscolos rishonos. Muscolos rishonos translates into English as axioms or postulates. And they come in two forms. One is literally inborn, something innate processing faculties, something that if you're stuck on a desert island, you would understand things that way, and, and you, you, you would process that something bigger can't fit into something smaller, let's say, things of that nature. But a lot more important than those postulates, and these are always debatable, but ideas that came into our minds at a very early age. We always have a, we have a sense of things that are par for the course, normal, um, and so on. For instance, someone who grows up in America will, will, will take it as normal 
that men wear pants and I, I can't say women wear skirts because they don't do it anymore, but I mean, you know, the, but men don't wear skirts. Someone who grew up in Scotland <coughs> uh, um, takes it as a norm that men do wear skirts. And it, it's, it's not going to, it, 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 at the end of the day, it's never going to change because if it came in at an early enough stage in our development, we are going to see it and understand it as, um, as part of the course. I once heard from a from psychologist many years ago, um, a, 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 um, a, a shot in the medrash, he said a shot in the medrash using his field, which I thought was really, really um, extremely enlightening. It says in Chazal that you should teach young, ki young kids to start learning by Yikra. It's common in the Chadarim in Eretz Yisrael to do it. Some actually learn by Yikra, some learn one parashim by Yikra, or the Sedra by Yikra, and then go back to Breshis. And the Loshan Chazal is that Yavot Torim Bisaskabitaharis. Like um, kids who are pure, they, don't do, they haven't done a Beiris, they should learn Karbanis and Tyrus, which is, which is all sacred things that are Tahar. So he said a little bit of a different shot. He said that the, the Musagim that are in Vayikra cannot be understood in the context of anything else that we experience. We either understand it as a given or we don't understand it. In other words, Tomei and Tahar are a chok. They either are taken as a chok or they can't be accepted. A puzzle and kasha and a carbon, min tahar and min tama, what we call kosher and trait. All of those categories are a chok. A chok means people, people um, use it as something that has no timing. That's, that's, that's a very, very superficial explanation of it. Chok means something engraved, which means it's the thing itself. <coughs> it's, 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 like, it's, it's not something external that's been applied to it but it's part and parcel of reality itself. When I write something on something else, the writing is incidental to the background. There's a background, and I happen to write words on it. The words can come off. They can be erased, because it, it's an application to something that's there. Some surfaces don't take words well or whatever. If something is engraved or if something is cast in a certain way, then that's the thing itself. And, and as long as the thing retains its metzias, that's going to be its metzias. So a chok is something, for instance, let's say um, there's somebody, there's somebody in, our, in, our, in our community, there's a lot of scientists there, and this person, um, he actually deals with black holes. And he, um, and he was telling me, this was about tshuva, a very, very thoughtful person, he said that Physics is a series of angels pushing angels. Like he said, okay, once I've defined that this effect is by gravity, so how does gravity work? So either we just stop it there, or we say, okay, there's a warp in space-time that makes everything flow more efficiently if it flows around that. Fine. But I'm, I can only keep pushing back things another step. I can never get to the bottom of it, because at a definition, the bottom of it has no reason or swear to it. It's a metzias, and that's what it is. 
And I have to accept it that way. What, what I can, the reason why science has, gra has room to study is because we don't know how many steps back we'll go to hit rock bottom. We may never hit rock bottom, but still we can do it. So parishes, so, so the world of Vayikra is something which deals with fundamental concepts that are as fundamental as gravity. Why is gravity? Because, kacha, kacha is a very good word for it. It's something which is. Now, um, I, can, I can then start making many, many, um, I can build on top of that and say, if so, then, but I can't go further. Mishpatim tend to be based on something else, and that's why reason is, 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 is a key part to it. So he said, the, the, the psychologist said the following observation. Um, children, HaKadosh Baruch Hu built children that up to a certain age, their mind is in a mode of accumulating what the Rishonim would call Muscals for Shonos. So is it normal to eat with chopsticks over the fork and a knife? So there's a certain age, up to a certain point, where that's what the child is absorbing. From once that kufa is over, now the child's mode is, how come you're eating with these funny sticks? Shouldn't you be eating with a fork and a knife? It, now he already has a baseline to compare things to, and then and, and compares things to it. And that's why he says, Yavot Tahorim. Tahorim in the sense their, their mind is clear yet. They don't have an accumulation of, of, of prior um, data or, or um, baselines. They should be osik in the chilek of Torah. That's the same. It's, it's, it's the basic fundamental concepts that Kodesh Baruch Hu has put into the world, and they exist as basic concepts, and that's it. The Pesi is someone who is at a stage when he, he is open to absorb information, not because the person who's telling it is credible, for instance, if, 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 um, if you read about an incredible invention that sounds counterintuitive, an incredible discovery that sounds counterintuitive, so you would be willing to believe it if the people that wrote about it and the publication have credibility. So, so if you read in a very important science journal that they discovered an animal that can walk on water, they say, oh, that, that, that you know, it's fascinating. If, if in some reg you read it, you say, it's and you know, people don't know what they're talking about. So an adult is, I'm not, I, I will not accept things just as given. I, I'm going to start using a saying, it's a very unusual thing, but these people have a lot of credibility, they wouldn't want to repeat, ruin their reputation, obviously it must be true, obviously it must be some reason for it, and so on. But at a very, very um, early stage, I need, it, it, but it's a, a person is a pessy. A person who is um, a person who is an adult and still behaves like a child, where he's still just accepting things as givens, without using his his previous muscles and his brains, is a pessy. So a pessy is a problem at a certain stage, and it is extremely important at. An early stage. 
a young boy who wouldn't accept would be helpless. It's like you told people, you know, when, when science teaches us to question that, that's wonderful. But, but, but you read the textbook and you take it as a given because also you'll never you'll have to reinvent the wheel every time. You, I, you say the wheel is more efficient. I'm going to try four sides and five sides and six sides and seven sides and eight sides and nine sides. So, so, so you'll never get any place. I, I, I need to start with givens and then I work around that. That's true in Gashmias and true in the physical world. In Ruchnias, the, 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 there's a problem. If Torah comes in as something that lands within our world, we have a world, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes along, and he tells us things. So the nature of that would be it's coming against the backdrop of something else. And that would not be Torah. That's not how Torah can land, and we'll see soon um, where it affects our moon and so on. Torah has to become our baseline for emis and for tov and for reality and so on. So Chazal tell us, Akadosh Baruch Hu starts with Moshe Rabbeinu, Vayoyme, Anoichi Eloikei Avicha. As Rashi says, Muchzekani from from the other. Uh, Rashi says somewhere else, Ha'udechsev Pesi Yamel Choldava, Mao Pesi Nar. In other words. I'm starting, Moshe, this is the Shoresh of all MS, all Giluyim. I'm starting there. The second part, where he says, I started Torah with, with Yehi Or, Rashi asks, why does Torah start with Breshis? Um, it's the relevant Torah starts with Achodesh Hazeh. That's what's relevant. The history, it, it, Torah is not a science work, it's not history work, it's, it's not a cosmology work, and like Rabban says, we don't understand it anyway. There's no way we understand what's going on in Bracious. So what's the point of it? The answer is, Torah dates itself to the Shairish of the Bria. It's not, Hachosh means the world was around 2,000 plus years, 2,000 years, and, and now HaKadosh um, Baruch comes along and says, I've got some wonderful laws for you. Okay. Um, I mean, let's test it against what was. Let's see what was. It, it would be a very distorted picture of Torah. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Pesach Yehi Or, the first drop of understanding, that's where Torah is Mushrash. Torah is the place where Yehi Or comes from. Torah starts with the Choshech before there's any Or, in this, of understanding, of grasp, and from there, that's where Torah comes. I, I want to move this into something of Ikri Emunah that I think is very important. And I think it's, it's an Isayan that our Dar has in a tremendous way. The Ramam says one of the Ikri Emunah is Kadmus um, that Akarish Baruch Hu is the, um, that Akarish Baruch Hu is Kadmon. Um, there is a technical aspect to it meaning um, Aristotle believed the world to be eternal, and the Rambam thinks that that's terribly wrong, even though he says he could reconcile that with Amuna. I'm very hard to understand how, but whatever it is, the Rambam speaks about it. And pure text, so so in, the, in the question of material, whether or not material 
is a um, is, is is eternal. So there's a here a who is um, understood to be kadmo, and that's the and, and the pasuk he bases it on is meona elokei kedem. Kadosh is called the primal God. He's called prime itself. Elokei kedem means the God of primacy. He is shoresh and beginning. That's what the Raman writes, and it, 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 it certainly refers to. There's a deep text, and this is the context that I think for us is important. We don't deal with the philosophical questions of before, after, except sometimes that talks to us. We want to examine a halacha, a, halacha, a musa. Is it, does it make sense? Um, is it right or is it wrong? Is it right to kill a Ben Sora or not? 13 year old kid, not even, you know. And, and uh, stole a little bit, did this, that. Is it right or wrong? Should we kill Adam Oleg? So how do we deal with it? How, how do we deal with that question? I say to myself, I have an idea of what's right and wrong. And this doesn't make any sense in, in the basis of what I understand. OK, first of all, how much how much of what we understand is really, really innate? Let's forget about, let's not even question what's innate to us. And how much is it because that's the accumulated wisdom, quote unquote, of that society has given us. We've grown up, we've been part of a society, we read, we heard, we understood, we absorbed. We were pessy, and then that age is closed. So we have many, many, um, things that we feel are fundamental because they came in and were absorbed. So we're saying like this, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Torah has to answer to something. It has to answer to universal morality. It has to answer to something. Okay, um, but one second. What does it mean HaKadosh Baruch Hu is wrong? If, if Kim Kedem HaKadosh Baruch Hu is primary, in other words, anything that was right or wrong um, comes is compared to Akadosh Baruch Hu. Akadosh Baruch Hu is, when we say Akadosh Baruch Hu is first, we mean Akadosh Baruch Hu is it. And anything that we have, the sense of morality we have, comes because Akadosh Baruch Hu planted it in us. And, and, and it's, it's sometimes it's, ex, it's, 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 it's exactly what planted in us. Sometimes it's distorted. Sometimes it's, it's totally twisted. But at the end of the day, this person is unfortunate because he can't do X, he can't do Y, whatever it is. It's, it can't be that the Torah wants it. One second. What does that mean? What does that mean? So that means you're positing that there's morality that came before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's got to an answer to that. And I'm the one who understands it. Let's, let's, take, let's take ourselves out of it. But, but let's, let's go to the abstract. Let's say it, there'd be no arrogance or haughtiness. But still, that's what I'm saying. It's important. Torah has to come in as a shorish. There's a chazanish in one of his letters. And somebody obviously wanted to introduce a, a bigger curriculum of Lemuria Chol in a school, or somebody himself wanted to go to a school. I, you know, it's hard to tell the, the, the letters, you know, we don't have the person right. But the Chaznish says an extraordinary point. He says, it's wrong to mix in other things when the person is in the Lahat Nu'urim, 
When the person is still in the fire of youth, that's not the time to introduce other things. In other words, and this is what I'm reading into it and what I think it, it is, so long as a person is in that na'ar stage, when a person is absorbing things that will become who he is, what are his base beliefs and understandings, when you mix something else, you dilute it, and it's problematic. Once a person is formed, and for different things, at different ages, different stages, um, now I'm in a position where I, I have what's right in me, and I have things to compare to it. And, and, and my very senses, so, so kosher and not kosher are, are not, well, why? This way it is. Tahir and this is Tommy. It, it, even, even if I'm embarrassed to say it as a given, but I feel it like that. I don't need to answer it. It is like that. It's, it, the, 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 it's part of the things that I feel in a fundamental way. The, 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 um, so, so understanding and believing that a Karish Baruch is a Lekei Kedem means morality of Torah is first. Now, there are cases that we, it, it, it doesn't preclude the fact that we're expected to use sometimes our own sense. For instance, the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says stone was punished, even though they had no Torah, but elementary tov and ra is embedded in us. And, and so even without Torah, we will be held accountable if, if we were bad people, um, mean people, wicked people, uncharitable. But that's because, that's without Torah, we have that. Sometimes, um, it says, my Rebbe Chaim Shalevitz, say, by Moshe Rabbeinu, it says that he didn't hit the stick, he didn't hit the ocean because he owed it a Tov, and he told Aaron to hit it. So he asked, how could Moshe Rabbeinu not do what Akash Baruch asked him to do? So Chaim had a very picturesque way of expressing himself. Chaim said that Akaras Tov is one of the middos that the Torah is in the drushes by him. That's what he said. He had a very, what he meant was, it's plausible to understand the Dvar Hashem that it be done through Aaron. Shoshan Kamoso, and the, the result will be the same that it becomes blood, and, in, and he, as the one who was, who learned from it, should not be the one to, to do it. But, but that's an understanding in a real way of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, of, of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, it meant. It's an assignment that for our door, I think, is especially strong. Um, my, you know, my parents grew up in, in Europe before the war, and the, the, the culture of the world around them, they, they were not in Germany or France, they were in Poland and Lithuania, which had no, the culture was as barbaric, you know, openly barbaric, no, 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 nobody identified with, very few people identified with it. Um, the Catholic Church certainly had no great moral allure for them. They didn't look up to it. So, so, so there was no problem with that, of rejecting it out of hand. The people did go for it. It was for opportunistic reasons. It wasn't for any reasons that anybody fell for it. it. It was never seen. Their culture was isolated and separate. And basically, Torah values were, were the primary values. We, Baruch Hashem, thank God, we grew up in a, in a, in a country that's decent and more than decent. Um, and it's good, and it's pleasant, and expect to be part of it, and we are part of it. But that means we, we absorb the whole bundle of it um, together with it. And then we have problems because we feel there are certain elementary 
um, beliefs that are axiomatic instead of the Torah. And that's the biggest science. So, so do, 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 and, and as the world moves forward, or moves in some direction, it's, and, and more and more things are, are questioned because of the Torah, we, we, tr we twist and turn the Torah to, to try to fit um, ideas and values that are certainly not. And, 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 and no pushing and pulling. And, but the bigger problem is that we're not taking Torah as a pesi. The first gilu to the one who's going to get the Torah starts with Kavicha. That's what Chazal means. I didn't want to overwhelm him. In other words, I'm not coming to you as a new voice invading and intruding the existing space. You have to figure out where you're going to put me. Um, you know, it's, it's like, where are you going to seat me? I, I, I'm the owner. I'm, I'm the, you know, it's my apartment, by the way. So, so he heard the voice that his father means. He heard HaKadosh Baruch Hu as from his primal self, not from a later stage when it happened. And that's where it's supposed to come into us. The Gilad Har Sinai was Pesayam and Holdava. If we're not open to absorbing it at its most fundamental, we have a problem. It's not going to sit in its place because that's, Torah is meant to be like that. Kadesh Baruch is okay, Kedem. And, and I once spoke to somebody. This person went through a very traumatic experience with a child, lost a child, and, and they had another child. And this person told me, very firm person, very, you know, very sincere, very emotional. She said, you know, I don't think anyone can love my child as much as I do, not even God. The person meant it, I think it was an expression of emotion and so on. And I said, you know, let me tell you something. It says a Pasik, Hayotza Ayin Haloyabit, Anota Ozon Yishma. If somebody created sight, if somebody never saw, he couldn't create sight. I said, the love that we feel in our hearts is coming from somewhere. And how we could never be more than of, not, not even equal, and certainly not more. The, the hargoshes that we have, that we think are elementary to us and essential to us, came from somewhere. And, you know, it, it's an, an, an understanding that morality is the same. When we feel something, it's right or it's wrong. That feeling came from someplace. We weren't. We weren't, we're not inherent essential tzaddikim, but we created ourselves and our morality together, and, and we landed in this world that way. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was mamshechas, a sense, call it a neshama, call it a nefesh, whatever you want to call it, but that's coming from someplace. And, and, and wherever it's coming from, Torah is there before it. So yes, we, we are perfectly honest, and it's good to be honest when we say, I don't understand how to kill Ben Saramora, but I need, so even just like a scientist, when he has hard data that make no sense, he, he, he says, I really need to break my head to figure it out. But I don't discard the data because it doesn't make sense. I, 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 try to, I, may, I may have made a mistake, so I, I checked the Metzius again and again. For us, the Torah has to come as the bedrock of Torah and Ra. And the attitude is Pesim Chodava. This needs to be, ex and it's hard because we're older, 
And when we were young, we had a lot of different messages, a lot of messages. And every person, even a person didn't. It's, when you get older, you see it differently. But understanding that the Shoirish, the, the Pesach Tvarecha Yo'ir, Maven Psoyim, that Torah coming as a Pesach Tvarim is what gives Psoyim Havana and Tvuna. So, um, one, of the th- one of the tremendous miles of learning in Eretz Yisrael and in Yeshiva and this Kufan life is that there aren't, there are no other kolos. It, it says, like, well, shut off all the sounds, you know, uh, even with all the distractions, it's still a lot, a lot quieter than when we're in the States and we have a lot of other things going on in our lives. It's, it's something, understand that we're supposed to integrate Torah in a, in a, in a psalmic way. In a way, this is the bedrock of Emes. It came from the Sherish and Makar of Emes and Tov, and this is it. Um, we don't, it doesn't always fit comfortably well, fine. So we'll work at it, and, and we will either some point others understand it, or lots of love will understand it. But, but, but we never doubt the facts as they are. That's its metzias. Um, we should be zeichet to be a and make it into the pesach tverecha that will be yoyed and 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 maven psayim give us tfuna and understanding and enlightenment, um, so that we have the 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 axioms and the fundamentals that for emes and for tov, and spend a lifetime developing it, understanding it, grasping it, and and living it. That's all.